I did get knocked out with a soccer ball in sixth grade. Okay, I'm not trying to shit on teachers here, but I'm gonna. Animal video clip of the week involves a grumpy camel and a very horny donkey. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's happening? What's going on? Your old pal Joe, checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday. What's good? What's happening? You're doing all right. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing better than you ever thought possible. And if you're not, hey, it's okay. It's Monday. You got all fucking week to turn that shit around. You with your big old spiritual cock. Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. Number one rated podcast by people with huge spiritual cocks. So thank you for joining me once again on a Monday. What'd you get into last week? Anything fun? Is everybody still frozen in time? Is that still going on in Texas and other places? I don't know. Can't keep up with the news anymore. Donald Trump's not around, so no one's talking about the news all the time anymore. So I really don't have much of a clue what's going on in the world. There were some UFC fights this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Did y'all catch those? Some fantastic fights. I don't talk a lot about uh, UFC on here. You know, I'm not a, a sports analyst. I'm just an idiot who's high. But, <laughs> but I did watch the, uh, watch the fights this weekend. Here's something I did, people. Did something for the first time in my life this past weekend. Took a chance. Broadened my horizons. Made a, made a sports bet is what I did on the, one, of the, one of the fights. You know, I've been playing in the stock market. I made 10 bucks last week, so I was feeling fucking good. It's like, why not? Why not bet the fight, you know? And uh, it was, for those of you who don't know who, uh, or mix what MMA or anything that's going on in the UFC uh, right now, there is a lady named Amanda Nunes, and uh, she is a very dominant woman. She currently holds two titles, a 135-pound belt and a 145-pound belt. And she's just beating the shit out of everybody. Before Ronda Rousey disappeared, uh, her last fight was against Amanda Nunes. But she's just a monster of a human being and has just been destroying everybody. But then she fought a lady named, uh, what's her name, Megan Anderson. This fucking giant zombie-looking lady, six-foot-tall, 145-pound lady. Fucking looks like The Undertaker. But it stood no chance against Amanda Nunes. And I'm not super familiar, you know, I'm new to the sports betting thing. So Amanda Nunes in this fight was a minus 1,000 favorite. So in order to win $100, you have to bet $1,000 on her. That's how sure everybody was that she was going to win. But on the other side of that, the zombie lady, Undertaker, Lady Undertaker, was a fucking plus 650 uh, underdog. So if you bet 100 bucks, you could win 550. So I took a chance, people, and it did not pay off. <laughs> Bro, Undertaker lady didn't touch Amanda Nunes. Didn't fucking touch her. 
she came out of the fight fresh, clean, just like another day at the office, and now she's going to go home. But I took a chance, and it didn't pay off. I was going to split the bet. You know, I was like, why not mix it up and bet on this other guy? And the other guy won. I would have made a little money off that. But I figured I'd nut up and go all or nothing into my first sports betting experience and uh, did not pay off, people. I knew it wasn't going to either. But there's always like, well, there's, you know, I wasn't going to bet on it because it was like, there's no way that Amanda Nunes is going to lose. She's incredible. But you bullshit yourself into believing whatever you want to believe, you know. So I got it into my mind that old zombie Undertaker lady was just the person to beat her. <laughs> I was like, she has mental health issues. She's a, a lunatic. She's real tall. Uh, you know, Amanda Nunes is a lesbian but just had a child. Because they could do that, you know. But I was developing this philosophy that once a fighter has a baby, they will lose a fight. And, uh, bro, that felt, it was maybe, I don't know, 20-something seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think it's going to be a regular thing in my life. But, it, you know, if I ever get the inkling, I was like, I got to take a chance here. Because just by the offshoot, if she does win, that's the whole thing. It's just a coin flip at that time, you know. But if it lands on heads, if you bet heads and it lands on heads, you can win 550 bucks. So that ain't, you know, by far the largest betting margin on the whole fucking fight card was that fight. But great fights. Some fella got kneed in the head real hard. When he wasn't supposed to get kneed in the head, need a downed opponent. He was down on the ground, and the guy still kneed him in the head. And he couldn't finish the fight, but because he got kneed in the head, he's the new champion. Pretty interesting stuff there, right, people? You ever been kneed in the head? Full force? I have not. So I'm just curious if you have. I did get knocked out with a soccer ball in sixth grade. That's the only time I've ever been unconscious. Like, knocked unconscious, you know what I mean? Was from a soccer ball. Hit me straight in the temple. And uh, it was just weird coming to. I couldn't see out of my left eye for about two days, but I didn't want to tell anybody. <laughs> so I just kept it to myself until my vision cleared up. <laughs> because I figured, for some reason in my head, at that point in my life, if my left eye didn't work because I got hit in the head with a soccer ball, I just figured I'd get in trouble. But that's been the only time I've ever been unconscious. Knocked unconscious. Strange feeling. You're here and then you're gone. And then you're back again. And then everyone's standing around you going, are you okay? And it's like, I don't really, I, I, yeah, I'm fine. That gym teacher was just like, you just keep playing. It's like, all right. Big old lady. Big old 300-pound lady was like, nah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, she could just sit in the goal and just, you know, she'd be fine. <laughs> Kids are so, bro, I remember because she would, like, teach swimming and shit, too. I just remember, just because I don't think it was necessarily true, but just because she was a big fat lady. 
like you know kids are start rumors all that shit so there was just the ongoing rumor that she had broken the diving board (laughs) at some point in time (laughs) which i don't think i don't think is true i can't imagine she had used a diving board in a decade or so she would teach swimming she would teach us all these things but she would not participate you know like volleyball, it'd be like she'd just be sitting in a chair. I don't know how this lady was a gym teacher. You got to do nothing. She was the middle school gym teacher. And then the high school gym teacher was just a drunk. He would come, his face would just be beat red all the time. He squeezed a kid's head. Okay, I'm not trying to shit on teachers here, but I'm going to. People are like, teachers deserve higher wages. It's like, have you met any teachers lately? Do you know teachers? I know some people who are teachers, man. It worries me, the fact that they are teachers. I don't want these lunatics to have any more money. (laughs) They're crazy. They're crazy people. I just think we have this idea that teachers are like, just because you have to deal with kids all day, somehow you're a, you're a, I don't know, a better citizen or something, you know, you got to be a kind of a babysitter all day. And I know this is like, oh, if you're a teacher, you're probably going to get upset that I'm calling you a babysitter, but go fuck yourself. Cause that's, <laughs> I'm not saying all teachers are babysitters, but most of them, most of them are. I didn't have a lot. I don't feel like I had a lot of good teachers coming up through school. A lot of them just did what the fuck they had to do to get you to pass the, you know, the state-approved test or whatever the fuck it was at the end of the year. Most of them didn't give a shit. Most of them were just mad. One of our teachers pulled a pair of scissors on a kid once. (laughs) But that kid did have it coming. That kid had been a dickhead for 15 years. (laughs) Somebody, Somebody had to do something, you know. So respect to that teacher, but I just don't think most of them are are anything better than what the fuck, you know, anybody else is. It's a job at the end of the day for a lot of people. It's just a fucking job, you know? It's no different than Target other than the fact, you know, you're dealing with kids all day. You're doing the fucking job for the most part. That's what people are doing. Well, how did I get here? Because the gym teacher thing. How are you going to be a gym teacher when you can't fucking move? You know? Or you're just drunk all day. (laughs) We had a Spanish teacher who was just a white dude, man. Who you would just make up words for shit he didn't know. (laughs) He would do the thing where he'd just add an O to shit and be like, that sounds right. If he didn't know the fucking word. He would just fucking make shit up. And that's a person who, you know, I learned Spanish from. It's like, no wonder I can't remember half of this shit. (laughs) Senor Stewart or something like that, you know. He's a good guy, but, you know, I think that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't know how you could be a Spanish teacher if you don't know Spanish that well. Or how you could teach fucking gym class and you can't move. Or how you can teach math and be a woman. (laughs) 
Bitches don't know numbers. Come on, guys. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Statistics show that about 50% of the podcast listeners are ladies. So I hope you all get that I'm just fucking around. I feel like you do at some point. If y'all have stuck through this many episodes and you keep fucking with me, you'd go understand a joke. So I appreciate that. You're on up your own ass all the time about everything. That's good. I love that. That's a very good thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't even, I wasn't even trying to talk about school. You know, did you see the fucking, here's some news. <laughs> that poor little... Fucking Mumford and Son bastard. The guy with the banjo. Oh, they're coming for him now because he liked the book. You see that? They're trying to cancel Mumford and Sons. One of the most jolly bands of all time. In particular, the banjo player. Because he tweeted something out about uh, liking a guy's book. <laughs> so everybody wants him to not have a job anymore because he likes a fucking book somebody wrote. You know, I think the book was, uh, didn't put Antifa in a good light, I think is what the book was about. I don't know. I didn't read the book. What's the dude's name? Andy something? Andy, I don't know, like NG. I, I don't know how to say that, people. Again, a white guy taught me Spanish. You think I'm going to learn how to pronounce NG? Come on. Ain't no vowels in there. What the fuck you want me to do with that? Can't do nothing with that. But he wrote a book where he said Antifa's not that great. And this Mumford and Son guy was like, hey, I took some time away from playing banjo to take a little flip through your pages. And I liked what you wrote down. And now people are like, don't let that motherfucker have a job. It's like, man, people got to get over them fucking selves. And why is that even like, I don't understand why that's even important. Again, I don't know what's going on in the world. I go, let me take a peek at the news real quick. Or just what's going on. Let me look at a news site. And they're like, Mumford and Sons guy. And then we're, I don't know, bombing Syria. Which we've been doing, you know. We just didn't hear about it so much when Donald Trump. Everyone just hated Trump so much that we didn't have to hear about the bombs. But now he's good. We still don't hear about the bombs. Let's be honest. People really don't talk about the bombs that much. The bombing of, of poor countries <laughs> is a difficult morning coffee conversation for most people. So, uh. But that's what I saw. What I looked at the news is, hey, we're bombing people. And then this, they're trying to get rid of this moment. It's like the contrast of the stories, too, is just fucking insane. It's like collectively as a country, we are bombing another country. And then no one has any thoughts about that. But instead, we're collectively upset at a dude who plays the banjo because he read a fucking book. It's like, hey, bro. Everybody knows if you play a banjo, you ain't supposed to be reading in the first place. Is that, is that part of it, too? Is, are people upset that a fella that plays a banjo read more books than they did? Is that the real problem? Is that what's going on? Is there a little jealousy? You know, there's been a lot of negative stereotypes of folks who play banjos. But it's fine. You know, the idea is they're dumb, dumb hillbillies. But this one's like, hey, folks, I read a book. And you're like, you motherfucker, what are you doing reading? Get your little clippy claw things on your fucking fingers and get to plucking away. You ain't supposed to be reading. We thought you just played a banjo and sang songs. 
to kids on drugs. But now you're out here reading books. We can't have any of that. Get them out. Don't let them. And the whole thing is, is Mumford Sons can't even tour right now. (laughs) So this guy just sitting at home playing his banjo anyway. And they were like, hey, we want you to keep sitting at home and keep playing your banjo. I was like, all right, that's what I'm going to do anyway. (laughs) People's outrage is just fucking so misguided. (laughs) It's so absurd (laughs) that you're mad at a a fellow who played a banjo, you know, because he read a book. And I don't know enough about Antifa. I know some people like them and some people don't like them. How about that for an in-depth analysis of what Antifa is? Some people care for them. Others do not. Some people don't know what the fuck they are. Apparently, it's not a real group. Isn't that what people were saying? It's not a group? I got no idea. Because it seems like it's kind of a group. It has a name. (laughs) Just naming things that don't, don't exist anymore. And if it's not a group, if Antifa is not a group of people, why do people who support Antifa say, I support Antifa, if it's not a group? So many questions with this thing. But the biggest question is, how is the guy playing the banjo fucking Antifa up for everybody? You know? Let the fucking guy play his banjo. Leave him alone. He read a fucking book. Maybe you should read the book. (laughs) Instead of getting mad. Ah, for some fucking, who knows why you're mad. You're mad because he read a book for a guy that you don't like. Didn't that Andy guy, didn't that author, I feel like I saw something from him in the summer. Didn't he get beat up by some non-Antifa people? When I say non-Antifa people, I mean Antifa people. But because they're not a group, I don't know how to describe them or what word to use. I think Antifa beat him up or something like that this past summer. I'm not sure. Look him up. Andy NG. I see he's on Fox, you know, he's a conservative fellow, so you can't like him. (laughs) Just business as usual, I guess, I don't fucking know. There was something else I wrote down that I was going to talk about, but I can't even read my own fucking writing after the Mumford and Sons thing. It was another, oh my goodness, now I remember. More news, people. That lady, right, the one, you know the one lady I'm talking about, guys, right? Y'all know, you know the one lady, the lady... (laughs) the lady the congress lady who voted against minimum wage or some shit like that why is this a topic every fucking other week why can't we get any of this shit figured out man should minimum wage be 15 dollars why is that such a difficult task for us to accomplish or even get to the argument, one of the arguments against it is that small businesses will have to pay their employees more. Maybe they aren't making as much money. But here's the thing, is there ain't no small businesses left. So, if you up, you know, bump it up, if you really want to fuck these corporations over, since all these fucking small jobs and, and small businesses are closing down, bump the minimum wage up to 25, 50 bucks an hour. Fuck, you know, Walmart and Amazon. It's an Amazon world. They already pay their everybody $15 an hour. That's why they don't give a shit. But if you try to bump it up to like 25 then let's see what Amazon has to say. You know what I mean? 
because they're the only game left in town at this point, right? Aren't they trying to, I guess since it is Monday, aren't they trying to, I saw something where the people were trying to boycott Amazon today. I think it was today is when they're trying to start it or this week. It's like that is a lost battle before it even starts. You can't hurt Amazon. Most people, the whole, you know, you're still trying to get people to wear a mask and stay home and shit. It's like, how the fuck is anybody supposed to get anything if they don't order it from Amazon? (laughs) You go, hey, wear a mask, stay home, and also boycott this thing that saved your life this past year. It's like, oh, okay. (laughs) I'll get right on that. Do you have an alternative? Do you have an alternative to this Amazon that's made life so peachy for everybody what's the alternative if we're gonna boycott it oh i don't have an alternative then go fuck yourself i'm gonna order shit tomorrow just to boycott the boycott you know fuck that shit (laughs) i invite you all to do the same man boycott the boycott uh buy a bunch of shit from amazon buy shit you don't need buy shit and just smash it with a hammer that's what we get to do in america we get to waste stuff that's part of the american dream is wasting shit for the views people you buy the playstation 5 and then you smash it with a hammer on the fucking internet and you go fuck everybody you know we buy we make food and then just throw it away because we're doing it for a show we get to waste and amazon helps with that somehow anyway I've noticed last week the podcast felt a little bit more tight. I'm I'm fucking high again, people. I'm going to stop getting... I think I'm going to take a break from getting high before the podcast and wait till after to do it. I feel like a little bit more rambly. <laughs> no, I forget. Oh, it's talking about minimum wage and Amazon and all that shit. But now, I don't know. Someone said it was sexist because the lady didn't... Want minimum wage to be 15 bucks an hour. I don't know the fucking story, people. I just don't know why this has been a topic of conversation for so very long. And people have made great points for raising it, too. It's the fact that, you know, rent goes up every year. Uh, pretty much, I guess, in general, the cost of living goes up. Food prices have gone up. But the minimum wage has not. But what wage would make people feel better? People who don't want a $15 minimum wage, what number would make them feel better? Because what is it now? $7.25, if I'm not mistaken, which is completely outrageous. Completely outrageous. So what number is there an in-between $7.25 and $15 that would make people happy? Again, most small businesses are closing, so I say shoot the moon on this one, guys. If you're about the minimum wage getting raised, raise that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Really raise it. $25 an hour for working at Mickey D's. Flipping burgers. Telling people to eat your ass. Go, fuck you. I make $25 an hour. I'm rich. Just a thought. I just don't know why we can't get the why we can't get that shit figured out. And I don't think we ever will. I think it's just one of those things where it's just easy for us to bicker about. So nothing will ever get done. Because what do you do? Seattle, it was $15 an hour out there. Their minimum wage was. I don't know if that was Washington State, but it was definitely Seattle. Even as a server, whereas servers I know in Tennessee, I forget, we made like two-something an hour. It was just to cover taxes or, or some bullshit like that, which seems insane too. But I think even as a server in uh 
in Seattle, I think they gave you 12 an hour plus your tips on top, which was very, very nice, you know, in hindsight. 213, that's how much you make as a server. Ladies and gentlemen, if you never worked in the food industry or have never been a server, a waiter, a waitress, whatever it is, those motherfuckers make 213 an hour. They don't get dick for being there, you know? It's such a weird fucking game that somehow you can get involved in where your your value is two thirteen a fucking hour to the company, and then you're expected to do shit for them. You all know I don't do that shit anymore. It's easy. It's a young person's game, you know, young people. But at some point, you realize you're making two thirteen an hour, and you're like, fuck everybody, fuck everybody who tries to tell me to do anything. You're paying me two thirteen an hour. Fuck off. So. Make smart choices <laughs> with your career path and your finances and everything will be hunky-dory, all right? Get a little hunky-dory in your fucking life. Hey, people, let's get you the fucking animal video clip of the week and get you on your way. This has been a rambly one. There's been some nuggets in here. We've had some fun, I hope. This animal video clip of the week brought to you by uh, Nature's Gnarly on instagram as in shredding some fucking tubes bro nature's gnarly there's been so many animal video clips of the week i can't even wrap my head around it today stick with the one i was gonna go with remember last week when i was talking about that seagull eating a rabbit i've <laughs> went down a went down a rabbit hole no pun intended there of seagull videos seagulls are dicks dude Seagulls are fucking mean, ornery birds who will kill other seagulls as well as rabbits. I thought they were just fucking parking lot. I have a different perspective, perception, I guess, of seagulls nowadays. You used to be able to drive. I'd drive through a fucking parking lot with a flock of seagulls, but not anymore. You know, I didn't realize they were so goddamn dangerous. We used to feed them bread at the beach. Little did I know, one of them would have swallowed me if given the opportunity. Blows my fucking mind. Fuck seagulls. If there's anything you can take away from this podcast, fuck seagulls. All right. Anyway, camels are pretty gnarly, as the Instagram channel would say. This... Animal video clip of the week involves a camel, a grumpy camel, and a horny donkey. (laughs) You get that? Animal video clip of the week involves a grumpy camel and a very horny donkey. And the donkey, as we all know, donkeys have giant cocks. You know, big floppy donkey dicks. And then when they are erect, they are big and magnificent. A sight to be seen. It's comparable to a horse cock. We will say that. But this donkey wants to fuck this camel. And camels are big as fuck. You know, looking like like Megan Anderson, you know, just a big six foot zombie, but it's a camel. (laughs) Megan, excuse me. Her name's Megan. Anyway, the fucking this 
this donkey wants to fuck this camel and is trying to figure out how to fuck the camel, even though the donkey like barely comes up to the camel's knee. But it's just sitting there, that rock hard dick, and it's just trying to get at the camel somehow. And the camel's kind of moving away, right? Trying to get away from this donkey. The donkey ain't having it. So at some point, the camel just decides, I'm going to bite the fuck out of this donkey and pin it to the ground and then pick it up and throw it in the air. Not super high. The donkey might have been heavy. A lighter donkey would have been tossed the fuck up in the air. And uh, that dick got soft real quick, man. I will say that. It's like his mom walked in the room. That thing just went so fucking quick. So I guess the donkey wasn't into a BDSM or any of that. You know, wasn't a wasn't a kinky donkey. Just a vanilla vanilla ass donkey. Because that would have been if that donkey just got hornier. That would have been fun. A little masochism. <laughs> Not to mention the interspecies going on, too. That's a hot video, ladies and gentlemen. That is a hot fucking video. Clip of the week. Too hot for TV, I'll tell you that much. Horny donkey and a grumpy camel. But it is hilarious just to watch the blood run out of that dig, <laughs> that fucking donkey dick. <laughs> it's like, that's what you get, motherfucker. No means no, God damn it. No means no, you donkey. I just didn't realize camels were so fucking balls out. I'll bite the fuck out of you and also throw you in the air. Fucking incredible. Fucking incredible. Just picked it up by like kind of like a shoulder blade. It's pretty much the neck. And do camels have teeth, ladies and gentlemen? This is something I should start doing some research before this podcast. Maybe they got little teeth and that's why it hurts so bad. Either way, it'd be at the very least startling, you know. You can't keep a boner if you're startled. But you should definitely check out that animal video clip of the week. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Nature's gnarly. Or you could probably just search YouTube, you know. Just search camel donkey. Donkey camel. Horny donkey. And a camel. Any any form of those words and he'll be set. All right. <laughs> hey, man. Thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. I appreciate it. I will uh, check in with you very soon, you know, as we do from time to time. Y'all have been great. Thank you once again for checking out Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. Go ahead and rate the podcast and subscribe if you haven't done so yet. Make sure you turn on notifications, too. (laughs) Do all that shit. Get your ass out there. Get some shit done this week, all right? And take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else. And I'll catch you all around real soon. Later. Later.